48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Aaron Tam. Tonight's headlines. A Yamate residential building has been locked down after a man tested preliminary positive for COVID-19 in a case which may involve the Omicron variant. Two people who've been accused of reposting a social media post by former lawmaker Ted Hoy, in which he allegedly called on others to cast a blank ballots, have been charged by the ICAC. And Hong Kong's Olympic medal winning swimmer Xiaoban Hoggi is now the world record holder for the world. Women's 200 meters short course freestyle. Health authorities have ordered a lockdown for a Yaomate residential building after a cargo aircrew member tested preliminary positive for COVID-19, a case which officials fear involves the Omicron variant. Timmy Sung reports. Officials say the 36-year-old man returned to Hong Kong from the United States on Monday and has stayed at home most of the time during his medical surveillance period. The Cafe Pacific crewman went out briefly on Wednesday to buy groceries and get tested at a mobile specimen collection station. Officials said since the man carried the M501Y mutant string, which is found in the Omicron variant, they have placed Chengheng building on lockdown. All of the building's residents are required to get tested before midnight, with the operation expected to be wrapped up by 7 in the morning tomorrow. Health authorities have reported 10 new imported COVID-19 cases today, all involving mutant strains. Officials have abandoned Nepal Airlines flights for two weeks after four of its passengers on a December 14th flight tested positive for the coronavirus. Authorities are also investigating the case of a 51-year-old woman who tested positive after traveling to Taiwan. Researchers at the University of Hong Kong are warning that the Omicron COVID variant can still be fatal, even though the strain may be less pathogenic. They found that the new variant can infect and replicate in the lower respiratory tract 70 times quicker than the Delta variant and the original COVID strain, but that it multiplies less efficiently in the lungs. Dr. Michael Chan led the study. The disease of severity of a virus is causing the human not only justify on single how these viruses can infect the lung, there's other factors that may affecting that. For example, the underlying disease of the particular patients and also how well is the virus spread among the populations because if more people get infected with the viruses, the chance of the development of severe disease will be increasing because the more population get infected. The ICAC has charged two people with inciting others to cast a blank ballots in Sunday's LegCo polls. They are accused of reposting a social media post by former lawmaker Ted Hoy in which he allegedly made such an appeal. Damon Pang reports. These are the first prosecutions under a new electoral law that bans the incitement of others to boycott polls or cast blank votes, something the government says might also violate the national security law. The defendants, a 36-year-old salesman and a 65-year-old office assistant, have been released on bail and told to appear in Kuntong Magistrate's Court next Tuesday. The anti-graft body accuses the pair of inciting others to cast invalid votes by public activity, which it says includes any form of communication, distribution or dissemination. The ICAC notes that arrest warrants were issued last month for Ted Hoi and a former district councillor, Yao Manchun, both of whom have left Hong Kong. They are also accused of inciting people to boycott the electrical polls or cast blank ballots. Eight other people have also been arrested recently on suspicion of the same offence. 
And in sport, Hong Kong can now boast of a world record holder in swimming. Olympic silver medalist Shaban Hoggy now took gold in the final of the women's 200-meter short course freestyle at the FINA World Swimming Championships in Abu Dhabi in 1 minute and 50.31 seconds. Rebecca Smith of Canada was second and Paige Madden of the United States finished third. The previous world record was 1 minute 50.43 seconds. And now the weather. It will be mainly cloudy with one or two light rain patches at first. Temperatures will be about 21 degrees tomorrow morning. Sunny periods during the day with a maximum temperature of around 23 degrees. Moderate east to northeasterly winds at first. Winds will strengthen gradually from the north tomorrow and the weather will become cooler later. The minimum temperature at night will be about 17 degrees in the urban areas and a few degrees lower in the new territories. The outlook, it will be windy in the next few days, cool in the mornings over the weekend with temperatures falling to around 14 degrees. The temperature now is 20 degrees and the humidity is 83%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. Three people are in a stable condition in hospital a day after being caught up in a fire at the World Trade Center. As Violet Wong reports, the the building has now been partially reopened for people who work there. Hundreds of people were trapped inside the World Trade Center skyscraper yesterday after a blaze started near the meter room on the first and second floors of the building. A total of 13 people were taken to hospital, with the majority of them suffering from smoke inhalation. The high-rise, which houses a shopping mall, restaurants and offices, reopened today, but only to people who work there. A man surnamed Lo told RTHK that there was still a pungent smell in his office. My office is on the 15th floor. There's a smell here in the lobby, and it is quite strong in my office. It hasn't faded yet. I found out this morning that we couldn't make calls or go online, but everything else was okay. Mr Lowe said the management office didn't notify the tenants soon enough after the fire broke out, and nor did the alarm go off immediately. Structural engineer Ngai Hokian said renovation work in the building's lower floors might be to blame. Because the fire is happening in the switch room on the first floor and on the second floor. So in this case, maybe they have already turned off the heat detector or smoke detector in the switch room. Otherwise, the alarm should be on. Fire safety consultant Leung Kem Tech, meanwhile, said automatic fire alarms might not go off if they are too far from the source of the blaze, and manual ones would only sound if someone broke the glass attached to them. Eight men and a woman, including six senior managers at three listed companies, have been arrested on suspicion of money laundering in a so-called pump-and-dump scam. Stocks of three listed companies were allegedly pushed up by as much as 600%, with people recommended to buy them via social media. The alleged syndicate members then sold their holdings at high prices, pocketing $160 million, while investors suffered losses. Thomas Atkinson is the executive director of the Security and Futures Commission Enforcement Division. How do we detect it? So we, so we have very sophisticated surveillance uh, detection equipment, Uh, that monitors how stocks move. We can see this increase in value, and a lot of times you can see it increase in value, but there's no real news about why it's increasing in value. There's no change in its fundamentals. Um, so there's, there's no reason for it to increase in value. And a lot of times it's, it's increasing value because people are, are simply 
trading the stock back back among among themselves to create the appearance of volumes so other people will 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 trade into that the Hong Kong Monetary Authority has warned the public about potential market volatility after the U.S. central bank signaled it would raise borrowing costs next year. The Federal Reserve said it expects three interest rates hikes in 2022, but the chief global strategist for HSBC Asset Management, Joseph Little, says Hong Kong should be resilient enough to withstand any spillover effects from a gradual normalization of Fed policies. Our scenario is is a little bit more optimistic than I think the consensus for the outlook for the Hong Kong domestic economy. Uh, We've had a good recovery in Hong Kong this year. We expect that to continue going into 2022, linked to the reopening and border reopening, tourism beginning to come back gradually, and then some spillovers on domestic consumption and and labour market trends positively taking place domestically as well. The scenario to worry about is if there is a much more hawkish profile coming forward from the Fed. There's no evidence so far that the Fed is going to be overly hawkish. The pegging of the Hong Kong dollar to the U.S. currency means the Monetary Authority raises or cuts the city's benchmark interest rates in lockstep with Fed rate changes. Unemployment has fallen in Hong Kong for the ninth consecutive month. The November jobless rate fell to 4.1%, down by 0.2 percentage points from the month before. The government noted that the consumption and tourism-related sectors showed visible improvements. Officials attribute this to the consumption voucher scheme. They say they expect labour market conditions to continue to improve with the COVID infection here under control. The Trade Development Council expects Hong Kong exports to slow next year due to the pandemic. Its forecast, based on a survey of 500 traders, points to exports growing by 8%. That's down from this year's 25% expansion. Nicholas Kwan is the council's director of research. It's correct that we are predicting a slower growth next year, but I won't take it as worse performance. The base for that forecast is primarily first because This year's 25% is based on a negative growth rate of last year. In normal cases, the world's export, as well as Hong Kong's export, has been running between 0 to 3 or 5% a year. 8% in historical perspective actually is one of the highest growth. A super typhoon has made landfall in the southern Philippines, bringing destructive winds and heavy rain. Thousands of people fled their homes before the storm struck. The BBC's Howard Johnson reports from Manila. Power and communication lines are currently down on parts of Shugao Island, a tropical idyll popular with backpackers and surfers. Philippine state meteorologists have forecast the storm to pack sustained winds of around 175 kilometers per hour while inundating the region with heavy rain. Videos posted on social media show the Philippine Coast Guard helping to evacuate families from flooded coastal and riverside communities. The International Federation of the Red Cross has described Rai as a monster storm. In South Korea, strict social distancing and an overnight curfew have been reimposed in response to a record daily tally of COVID infections. The measures will last for at least two weeks from Saturday. The BBC's Alora Bicker is in Seoul. This week, South Korea has recorded its highest number of coronavirus cases and deaths since the pandemic began. Around 7,000 people are being infected every day and three quarters of all intensive care beds are full 
Throughout the pandemic, the country has managed to avoid a lockdown. In November, after more than 80% of adults were fully vaccinated, most of the curbs were lifted. But today they've had to announce the restrictions are back. Germany's Chancellor Olaf Scholz has said EU leaders meeting at a summit in Brussels will do everything to ensure the inviolability of Europe's borders and cons- amid concern over a build-up of Russian troops near Ukraine. The leaders are expected to warn Moscow that it will pay a very high price were it to launch an invasion. Russia denies planning such a move. The Lithuanian president, Gitanas Nuseda, said growing military integration between Russia and Belarus was also a matter of serious concern. Another very important factor in this uh, complicated environment is full integration of Belarus into the uh, military system of Russia. It allows Russia to use the territory of Belarus as possible platform to uh, attack uh, neighboring countries. It limits our time to react to these possible events. Two New Zealanders who confronted a white supremacist gunman during an attack on mosques in Christchurch two years ago have been given the country's highest award for bravery. Naeem Rashid, who was killed in the attack, and a survivor, Abdul Aziz, were awarded the New Zealand Cross. The BBC's Phil Mercer has more details. Abdul Aziz threw a credit card machine at the gunman after he'd opened fire at the Linwood Mosque in Christchurch. The former refugee from Afghanistan then chased the attacker as he fled with a rifle that he'd discarded. Another worshipper, Naeem Rashid, who died in the shootings after confronting the gunman, has been posthumously honoured with the New Zealand Cross. The Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said the recipients of the Bravery Awards were selfless and extraordinary. A fifth child has died and four remain in hospital with serious injuries after a gust of wind reportedly lifted a bouncy castle into the air at a primary school in the Australian state of Tasmania. Tasmania's police commissioner Darren Hines said several children fell from a height of about 10 metres. An investigation is underway. The coroner has visited the scene already. We'll be uh, supplying a report to the coroner in conjunction with WorkSafe Tasmania. That will take some time to complete, and once that's completed, it'll be handed to the coroner for an inquest. And a reminder of our top stories tonight. A Yamate residential building has been locked down after a man tested preliminary positive for COVID-19 in a case which may involve the Omicron variant. Two people who have been accused of reposting a social media post by former lawmaker Ted Hoy in which he allegedly called on others to cast blank votes has been charged by the ICAC and Hong Kong's Olympic medal winning swimmer Shibon Hoggy is now the world record holder for the women's 200 meter short course freestyle. The news from RTHK. She lay there sleeping I read the paper in bed 
song I always thought came out in the early 80s uh, Rupert Holmes the Pina Colada song or Escape also penned by uh, excuse me sung by Jack Johnson I should say uh, in the film The Secret Life of Walter Mitty in fact that song has been featured in all sorts of movies and TV shows over the years it's probably made a good few bob on that the world is as well Dion Warwick next yeah. 